0: Hello, I hope that you're well and you have had a good week and a good weekend so far. Um, This week is going to be a little bit different. Um, The episode and podcast is going to be a lot shorter and there is a reason for that. I'm not just being lazy. Um, I am going to ask you to um, spend the time that you may normally, or, you know, thank you, would listen to a, a longer episode and instead go and do a little bit of research um, to prepare for International Women's Day, which is on the 8th of March, which is coming up next week. And I'm going to give you some contacts, some Instagram accounts, some women from history who, are, who have been um kind of ignored or forgotten over time and instead go and educate yourself, go and read about them and go and find out a little bit more about this day and this event. So... Just to give you a little bit of background um, about International Women's Day, first of all, it is on the 8th of March, which I've just mentioned, and it dates back over 100 years. Um, It first happened in 1909 on February 28th in America, and it was um, just an American Women's Day. It hadn't gone international then, but in Copenhagen... A year later in 1910, a woman called Clara Zetkin at an international conference for working women. Suggested that it become an annual international event, and it did. And so after that, it became an, an annual event that took place on March eighth. Ever since, um, and so it has started, you know, nearly one hundred and ten years ago. And it initially, um, came to fruition because of a march that occurred on in nineteen o eight. So even two years before it, then became international Women's Day, um, women were, you know, working together. To, to put their, um, to get a seat at the table, as it were, you know, it dates back to and is, you know, um, quite similar to and have roots with, with the suffrage movement as well. And in 1908, 15,000 women actually went on strike and went on a march to demand better pay, to demand voting rights, then and out of that came this International Women's Day movement a couple of years later now this year there are events online and obviously everything's virtual with the pandemic globally but there are events you can access online and there are particular hashtags to look out for as well so hashtag choose to challenge and hashtag idw 2021 and um, if you want to um get involved on march 8th one thing that you can do which international woman day the committee and you can go onto the website for information as well they ask you to wear um either three colors or one of three colors which is synonymous with the international Women's day movement which are purple green and white purple symbolizing justice and dignity green symbolizing hope and white symbolizing purity now and um, there are different um things that you can look at online as well so for example netflix have put together an international women's day list of television shows that you can watch that have um strong female characters and backgrounds so programs like the crown bridgerton which is also produced by shonda rhimes who i've mentioned before who's um the most powerful Um, a most successful producer and showrunner in the the world, um, which is even more impressive and and important considering that she's a woman of colour. The Queen's Gambit, Orange is the New Black, a new film that's just been released and directed by Amy Poehler called Moxie. Um, There are lists of documentaries on Netflix as well. So um, Knock Down the House, which um, looks at women... Across America, Running Four Seats um, and Places in the Senate, Becoming, the documentary by Michelle Obama, Seeing All Red. And there are a number of podcasts as well that you might want to check out. Obviously, you know, listen to mine first. But um, Jamila Jamil, I way that I've mentioned a number of times. Catherine Ryan, Telling Everybody Everything. Sarah Pascoe does a brilliant podcast weekly where she looks at sex, power and money. And um, the education around sex and the treatment of women, um, and men, but mostly women in terms of their um, uh, kind of the power struggle and hierarchy, particularly around sex. And Gillian Gillian Jacob, sorry, has just created a new podcast as well you may know her from the show community or love on netflix which is called if then with a slash between the two words if slash then and she interviews along with a fellow um, another colleague they interview people who are related to STEM programs, so people who work in science, medicine, technology, engineering, um, and particularly around women who are involved in that those particular industries as well. Um, I, as always, did a little bit of research around... Um, uh, women and women's rights at the moment and what it is that international women's day try to uh, push and change and in an article that i read on their website they listed some quite staggering statistics about women and why this day is so important and the inequality that's still out there globally for women um and i think that the, the pandemic and the impact that's had on jobs particularly people of um minority and ethnic backgrounds That inequality, sadly, I think has probably got worse over the last 12 months. So, just a couple of statistics to bear in mind um, that are, you know, still happening today. So, there are 33,000 child brides, so children, girls, sold to be brides every day. So, that's one child bride every two seconds, which is just unbelievable to think. Women in rural parts of Africa collectively spend 40 billion hours a year collecting water because they don't have access to clean water. At the current rate of progress and this is according to the world economy forum and they did a report this year called the global gender gap report at the current rate of progress it will take another 108 years to close the gender gap in pay because that's how slow the changes are, are being made to support women and have an equal pay um I thought this one was quite interesting. 47% women are 47% more likely to be injured in a car crash than a man, to be severely injured in a car crash than a man because of the design of the car. The design of the car is made with a man in mind, such as the height of the seat and the placements of the steering wheel. And so cars are designed for men. Um, So, again, even, you know, the the kind of patriarchal structure of of design is is putting women at risk. And um, Gina Davis, so quite a famous actress. She, I think it's called the Gina Davis Institute. And she did a research as part of uh, um, the International Women's Day and released a statistic that for every female character in a film, there is then the equivalent of 2.24 men in a film. So, for every one female character, there are 2.24 male characters in a film because there are just more men in that industry. Just to um, kind of uh, segue from that uh, for a moment, um, I don't know if you have been reading about the Hollywood Foreign Press and the Golden Globes and the controversy around them, Obviously, one of the um, things that that got people quite riled up was the lack of nominations for certain television shows where um, there were kind of lead characters of colour or black-led projects, such as I May Destroy You and Michaela Cole that I've mentioned on here before. Um, The producer of Emily in Paris actually released a statement about how ridiculous it was um, that her show had been nominated, but I May Destroy You had not. Um and the Golden Globes this year was obviously done virtually and in the um in in the audience rather than there being you know celebrities and actors and things as normal um they invited first responders and essential workers to be there instead as a thank you which I think was a nice gesture but uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did their opening monologue they hosted it this year. And they were quite scathing about a number of, of of things that had been nominated, such as Emily in Paris. Um, and Tina Fey said at one point it had been nominated for Best Television Show, Musical or Comedy. And she couldn't wait to find out which one it supposedly was. Um, So in their monologue, they do reference the fact that the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press, um, have been kind of found out for not having any members of the 87 members that are of color and are minority and therefore no wonder then that there is a lack of nominations for um, people in in minority and particularly um, of women so i'm just going to play you a little bit of their um monologue and their introduction usually here. Let us explain what this even is. Uh, The Golden Globes are awards given out by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association is made up of around 90 international no-black journalists who (laughs) attend movie junkets each year in search of a better life. We say around 90 because a couple of them might be ghosts and it's rumored that the German member is just a sausage that somebody drew a little face on. Um, And it continues from there, and they then, you know, later call out the fact that, um, you know, a number of black-led projects weren't nominated. Interestingly, though, um, three women were nominated for Best Director this year. One of them actually won. It's likely she's going to win the Oscar. Um, So things are improving, possibly, but the lack of um, uh, diverse... And culturally diverse and racially diverse members, I think is quite right that it was raised as an issue that uh, there this year. Now, I did say this episode is going to be a lot shorter so that you can go and research um, people uh, that are important around International Women's Day rather than listening to me babble on. So... Um, First of all, three Instagram accounts that I thoroughly suggest that you follow and have a look at. So why don't we discuss which looks at um, issues of sexism and racism um, in everyday culture and how it's become quite systemic. The female activists and one that I would definitely suggest you go and research is Diversify Your Narrative, which is incredibly well researched, incredibly well resourced and um, lots of information, facts in quite manageable um, chunks of information and um, and incredibly informative and very, very interesting. and on why don't we discuss um, and diversify our narrative. They quite often give short little tidbits of information about people of colour and particularly women who have been forgotten by history. There's a brilliant poem actually called Checking Out My History by Benjamin Zephaniah, which looks at the idea of people of colour have been left out of the education system, have been forgotten through history. And these Instagram accounts um, are quite similar in a way of trying to raise the profile of those people. So, for example, one that they mention is a woman called Shirley Chisholm, who was the first black woman in Congress. Marsha P. Johnson, who, and there's a documentary about her actually on Netflix, who was involved in the 1969 Stonewall LGBT uh, marches in America and New York. Um... Mary Ann Shadkerry, who is the first black woman in Canada to publish um, her own newspaper, and Violet King, who is the first black female lawyer ever in Canada. So they're just four people that might be interesting for you to go and read up on and research. I will put a link to the three Instagram accounts on um, the write up, the, the kind of the, the writing information um, below. On, on this podcast episode. And I suggest you go and spend, rather than listen to me babble on for another half an hour, go and have a look, read online, go and have a look at International Women's Day resources online, go and watch one of the documentaries on Netflix and use the hashtags and spread the word and try to get more people interested and aware of the day. It's 8th of March, International Women's Day, where purple, green, or white and spread the message.